This podcast is brought to you by Media8. Welcome to the My Business Podcast, where we sit down with local businesses and we talk about who they are, where they come from, and what inspires them to be in business. Okay, so welcome back to the My Business Podcast. Again, we have our second of three podcasts with Joe Brooks. Today, we are talking about Navigate Biz. Welcome back, Joe. Oh, thanks. It's like time's gone fast. It has. It feels like yesterday that we were in no. here. Um, and we're back at the Podfire Studios here on the Gold Coast. So today, we, we obviously, if you haven't listened to the first podcast that we did with you, I think people should give that a listen. I've had some amazing feedback on that, on how inspiring your story was. Um, so well done on that one oh, too. Thanks. Yeah. Um, but today it's about Navigate Biz, which is mm-hmm. one of your businesses. Yep. Um, now, Navigate Biz, why, why did you start Navigate Biz? A really good question. It, it started, if you recall my, my story for myself, um, I went through a liquidation. I liquidated my business in Tamio as of November 2016. And that um, that was a difficult piece. But I met this fellow called Nick Barnstall and uh, I'd met him four or five years previously. So he saw the whole journey of what was happening with my business and saw that it, it closed. And he was stepping out of a business that he was working in as a CEO. And he reached out to me and said, um, Joanne, I know you've been through some tough times but you've learnt a lot in business and you've got some great capacity in how to write and create programs. He said, I've got an idea. Do you want to catch up? So always open to catching up with Nick. So we went and caught up early in the morning, 7 o'clock at Sanctuary Cove here on the Gold Coast. And he said, I've got a concept for you in that we create a business together and we join forces to draw on our experiences and bring it to the market for business owners. And I went, I really like that with a caveat that it cannot be an RTO, registered training organisation, because I didn't want to go down the compliance and rigour of that again. That. I'd been through the yep. battle of that. And um, it's a great great business model. And I said to him, well, let's do that. Um, but I said to him, what I do, you know, be aware, I'm, I'm working. I've had to go and get a job. So I was, I was travelling to Brisbane every day yep. from the Gold Coast and doing that. So we've got to fit around that. He said he doesn't have a time frame of this. But he just had a – he has an absolute deep abiding passion for supporting business owners. And I went, well, you know what, this seems like a really good fit. It feels right, like it sat well in my gut. And so I went, well, what are we going to call it? So we were nutting around and trying to work out what to call it. And we came up with Navigate, did the quick research to see who owns the business name and so on. And we found that name in, in the US and we felt, well, there's a risk there, but we decided that the risk was low. Yep. So let's go with Navigate Biz. And so we did. Um, well, how what's going to look like, all those sort of things. So then started a series of meetings, probably over 18 months. We would catch up every morning at 7am before I headed to Brisbane and he went on with his day. And I would literally open my laptop. I had a microphone that attached to my laptop and I just recorded our conversations about what we wanted to talk about in business, what it was going to look like. And that formed the foundation of all the programs that we ended up creating because we didn't want to be the traditional coaching and mentoring um, business. And, and sadly, good or, good or bad, it's an industry that doesn't have um, entry points. It doesn't have a level bar. Uh, you, know, you, you can put up a shingle and say, I'm a business coach. And I always say to people when they're exploring who they're going to talk to to give them guidance in running and building their business, is always ask, what businesses have you owned if you're going to be a business coach? And if they say to you, this is the only one I've owned, I then would say to you, 
question their credibility, question their skill set in what it takes to build a business. Well, how success, it might be a hugely successful business, so that's great. But a lot of coaches, and this might be a bit contentious, a lot of business coaches and business mentors don't have the depth and level of um, experience in business because we totted it up between us. We had 50 years experience in business. We had between us um, 100 million turnover achieved, 40 industries and 12 countries. And so we thought, you know what, that sounds pretty credible. It sounds like we've got something to share. It certainly makes sense because you think about, um, you know, you can use it in a sports analogy. You know that I love my sports. Yes. Um, you don't see many football coaches that weren't players beforehand. Players, yeah. You know, so that does make sense. So yeah. when somebody then comes to Navigate Biz, mm. and obviously that's great that they've come to you, but we're gonna we're, hopefully we've got a bit of a reach out, out there today that people that haven't mm. even thought about getting a business coach. Yep. What advice do you give them? What should they be looking for? Yeah, well, I'm going to go back to um, why people start businesses because I think there's a, there's a fundamental piece here. We have seen a tidal wave of new businesses opened as a result of COVID. Lost jobs, disillusioned, all those sort of things. I can't tell you how many times I've been told, uh, I'm just going to do it better than my boss because he has no idea what he's doing and I'm much <laughs> better. And we hear that a lot. But what that employee doesn't see is the behind-the-scenes stuff that's going on with that employer and the level of inf- um, you know stuff they're doing and all the hats they're wearing. Like they're the social media man, they're the marketing person, they're the head sales person, the head product development person. They're everything to begin with. And so people, too many people enter business for with the wrong idea. I often speak about, um, I often give this analogy, if you're going to build a home, you know that your builder's going to put some foundations in. And if it's a single story, they'll go a certain level and you have an expectation if you're going two or three stories, they're going to potentially be a bit deeper, a bit more solid. And if you're going to build a high rise, you know the several levels yeah. down. So why on earth do people build businesses without the foundations of understanding what it is to run a business? Lots of people have got great technical skills, how to make a coffee, how to be an awesome accountant, lawyer, mentor, whatever. doesn't matter, product or service. But people, too many people don't understand the importance of understanding the foundations of business. And and I use the, uh, to extend this analogy, I suggest that, you know, we're in Australia, I visualise somebody pounding a bolt through the other side of the world that it pops out at China, you put a bloody great nut on it and you bang it closed. And you have the foundations, even if it's just you, to scale. Yep. Because when you stay small is when you are in danger of failure. And we know the horrible statistics of business failure. And you can argue to the cows come home, is it 65, is it 85, is it 97? Who knows? I don't really care. There's a lot. There's just too many, right? And so too many people enter business with this shiny new toy thing in their brain, you know, shiny object in their mind's eye that it's going to be amazing, that I've got a great concept, I'm just going to whack it online and they'll all come. Well, we know that doesn't happen. And so, you know, for when the, from, to answer your question properly, to if you're looking for a coach or a mentor, check it. You know, look at it as a job interview, just like you should do with your accountant, your lawyer, your suppliers. What are they bringing to the table to help and support you? Where's their experience? Where can they show you and demonstrate that they've achieved various things? Is it, if it's a business coach, well, what businesses have they grown? What successes? Yep. But equally, what failures have they had? Because there's so much learning 
in failure. And if they don't want to tell you about their failures, I'm going to push back and say, why? Because there's such a good learning experience and and I might have shared, I can't remember if I did this last time, but when I liquidated my business, I was telling people and so many people said to me, oh, that happened to me a few years ago. And I really? I had no idea why. I was really ashamed. I said, yeah, it's hard. It's really hard to own it because as the business owner, it's your responsibility, no one else's. And so you've got to own that. But you've also got to be embracing and, and, and look at it from the perspective, yep, I didn't. I did some things that were wrong. Joanne did too. But what can I learn from it? Well, how can I do it differently? So what am I going to do differently so that I get a different outcome next time? So really, when you're exploring your coaching opportunities, yeah, you've got to look at the financial commitment. You've got to look at the time. You've got to be prepared to give the time. And so what time are they going to give you and how are they going to deliver it? Are they only virtual? Will they only do it by face-to-face? Can you fit it within your budget? But most importantly, do they have the experience and credibility to be able to guide and share? And and doesn't matter if they're not in the same industry, if they've never been in the same industry as you. To me, foundations of business, it doesn't matter. But do they have the experience of running one or more businesses other than their coaching business? Um, I, what you say about, um, you know, sharing their failures as well i think that's that's really eye-opening because if their businesses were all successful then why are they still doing why aren't they still you know, doing, doing those. those yes you know yeah. and that's that's really important because we do we learn a lot more from our mistakes than we do from our successes that's exactly because those things resonate with us more and more yeah. so 2016 you started the journey with navigate biz mm. um how has it invo- evolved to what we see today I know it's very different now. It is very different. So Nick and I decided that the the mission was to put a a dent in the failure rate statistics of business ownership. And you see that I'm deliberately not using the word small. And I, again, I can't remember if I mentioned this last time. So many business owners say, my small business, oh, just my little business on the side. And and I even said this on a Zoom meeting the other day. I I said, I want to put my hand through the screen and slap (laughs) you behind the back of the head and stop using the word small, yep. because when you say small, when you think small, guess what you get? Small. small. And as yep. I've just said, you know, the failure rate of businesses who earn more, less than $200,000 a year is enormous. There's even a bigger statistic of more than 40% of small business owners don't even generating a profit. Yep. So that's, that's a tough gig, right? And a lot of business owners might be listening to this and going, oh, over $200,000, that means I've got to put people on, all those sort of things. That's going to be hard. Guess what? Business is always hard, even if you're doing your own. I mentioned all these hats that you're doing. Yep. Growing and scaling your business actually takes the pressure off because you've got a circle of people to support you and that's what you've you've got to proactively look for. It doesn't mean they have to be employed. They could be casual, part-time, contract. They could be people that are just in your advisory board you know, and those advisory board people are your accountant. You're already paying for them. Lawyer, you should have one and have one that you can say, can I call you at any time? And they're most likely yep. going to say yes. But look at their specialty. Are they IP lawyers? Are they commercial lawyers? Whatever. Look at what you need. Do you have a mentor? Do you have more than one mentor? And we, I know we spoke about yeah. that last time, how many I've had at any given time. And so, you know, this, this piece about um, taking away or reducing the statistics of business failure. It was a deep passion for Nick and I. And we believed that because of our experiences that we could bring something really authentic. 
we weren't a business that wanted to bring in a team of coaches and teach them. And you would question, but how do you scale that, Joanne? Mm. Well, then we put it online. And so we created a few things that um, we thought was fairly innovative. So one of the programs, which literally doesn't exist today as a result of the change, but wait for this, I'll give you some more. But we created this platform called BizFlix and we thought we'd be a bit clever and we'd take on the analogy of Netflix. (laughs) So um, checked, could could use BizFlix, we're happy to use the name. So it was an experience that you went into this platform that felt like you were going to the movies. So it was black. And so if you think about Netflix, when you dial in through your TV, it's black and it's got all these um, headings across it, which is you know, adventure, family, yeah. romance, all that stuff you could choose. So we came up with sales, marketing, HR, people, strategy, mindset, etc. And so you click on that. And we, Nick and I filmed over 250 videos in a recording studio somewhere like this yep. over Zoom, all different places. And they were everything from two minutes to, on average, about 15 minutes. Some of them were our webinars that we put in were an hour or interviews with people. And the idea was to share business concepts. So you could, oh, bad day, need to go and check out this sales thing, click on sales, and there'd be a, a raft of sales yep. videos. And it was a simple subscription of 20 bucks a month. And we were really proud of that. It did really well. Um, but literally at Christmas time this year, I thought, you know what? I'm going to turn that off. And people were going, why? I said, I'm just going to put it on YouTube. So for free now is over 250 videos that if you want online streaming 24-7 coaching for free, it's Nick and I, sometimes just me, sometimes just him, and we're just talking about business. So we won't do it for you, but we'll raise an awareness of things in your business you need need to be aware of. And if you need further, you can come and visit the Navigate Biz community and find out what programs and tools and resources we can make that happen for you. That's an amazing transformation. Yeah. Something that you were getting paid for then gets offered it's to free. all of us. I better go and check it out myself <laughs> um, for free after that. So who are the clients that you're looking for now? How do you, how do you identify yeah. someone that needs help or yep. do they have to come to you first? Or do you I would rather they put their hand up. Yeah. Um, it, it's, like, it's the same concept with any education piece. And I deliberately choose – I'm not going to use that word anymore – because when I when we talk to business owners, and this was the reason for BizFlix, if I can go back to that, yep. we did you didn't see the word course or education. You saw episodes and series. We wanted it to be engaging and interesting. Because when I say to a business owner who think of themselves as a small business owner, they're going to run a mile because they what I got to do a course? Yeah, that's right. Really, I just know they need to know stuff, right? So the customer for us is. And, and this sounds a bit mean. I want the customer, the business owner who's been through some, some challenge in their business because the new business owner, we've got programs that speak to the startup business owner and that's just a small sector for us because when you start a business, you've got wide-eyed and you're very excited. There's ego hop happening in there and they're getting influenced by all these options that are available online. Go do this course and you'll be a million-dollar business in six months or something along those lines and that's not our customer. because they're looking for the quick win. We want the business owner who've been around for two or three years and are going, I've tried it, I've done all those courses, Um, I thought it was going to be a great success, help, is there somebody out there that can help me and give me some real support? So that's our customer. The Navigate customer is the person, you know, who, who probably hasn't got all those foundations in and got that bolt screwed on the other side of the world at China making it solid and ready to scale. 
They know that it's not pre- you know not performing as they'd like it to be. They know they need to be bigger, but they have no idea how to do this. And so they're putting the hand up. And they're prepared to do the work. Yep. There are a lot of business owners out there who go find outsource services to get things done in their business. That is not us. Yep. Uh, I'm a huge – you might go there eventually after us. Um, for me, if you're going to outsource a service, bookkeeping, accounting, marketing, whatever, you need to know the fundamentals of that so that when they're performing that service for you, you can actually judge whether they're giving you what you need. Yep. And too many people outsource marketing, like a really – classic example is the marketing piece and the SEO and all that stuff. I don't need suggest you need to be an absolute expert in it, but you need to understand the foundations of it. Because how many times I've heard people say, I've outsourced my marketing, it didn't work. Yep. Well, why didn't it work? Well, I didn't really understand what they were, I didn't get what they were giving me and I didn't quite get what I thought I would get. They may not have even known what you wanted, I guess. Exactly. And, yeah. and another classic one is the bookkeeper and the accounting. We all have one because we've got to lodge our bags and get our tax yep. returns done. But too often business owners, they get the report from the accountant virtually through an email or handed to them. Invariably, I'm going to suggest it gets put in a file on the computer or in a drawer and they don't look at it because they don't understand it. Now, I know you come out of banking and my, yeah. my background in banking. Financials tell you a story. They tell right. you a really good story about how your business is going. And so you need an accountant or a bookkeeper that will have a conversation with you to say, hey, Joanne, have you noticed this line item? I'm a bit concerned about that. What's your strategy? How are we going to help you build this business? And an accountant should be doing that for you. Mm-hmm. And so part of my role in Navigate is to educate you on financial literacy. What does gross profit mean? What does EBITDA mean? What is yep. a, you know, all these margins, all these fandangled terms that people go, oh, I don't know what it, don't know what it means. I'm just not going to say anything because I don't want to look like a bit of a goose in front of my accountant. Too often do I hear that. So when when um, Rob wants to start a business, yep. when should I be looking for a business coach? Should I be looking for that business Immediately. coach from day one? Before you even start. Okay. Before so you even start. So is that the ideal time for it? The ideal time is now, yep. whatever stage of business you're in. But if you're starting a business, um, don't not allow for the cost of having a coach. And the cost could be time, could be effort. Don't forget also, you know, I've often done this. Maybe the budget isn't there for you, but what can you do as an exchange of service? Too many people don't think of that. Yep. You know, what can you do for that person? Like, your, what's your expertise? There's something that you can share with them to exchange the services. And how do you, how do you know unless you ask? Right. That's right. So for me, a coach is incredibly important. Now, there's different ways to do that as well. You can go and find, like, on our website on Navigate, um, there's a there's a menu item there of what we use. And I put that deliberately there, all the platforms I use, all the books that I read. Mm -hmm. So if you are not in a position to employ a coach or appoint a coach, go have a look to that website and there's all these books that I've read over years, which might be 20 bucks or you might be able to give them for free or listen to this person's podcast. But just connect with these people to start learning. Hop on YouTube and look at all our um, XBizFlex tools. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. But go and start absorbing that and do it at a little bit at a time. Don't try and flood yourself with information because that will be overwhelming. But then you did kind of answer where I wanted to go next, that if it's ideal to have that plan in place from the start, no matter what time of your business you're at, it's not too late to put your hand up and get help. Absolutely not. Like I've been in business for years and had success and so on. So I've got mentors. They're They're not... 
I don't call them as formal mentors, but I've got a circle of people that I belong to various networks that I know I can call on to help and support me and check me because I don't know it all. I, I don't get it right all the time. So you should have this advisory board's people, team around you before you even launch this business because you've got to quality check the offer. Is it valid? Is it priced right? Are people going to buy it? You don't know that. That's right. Unless you ask. That's right. This is the second of third, uh, second of three podcasts I'm doing with you, and we keep coming back to this advisory board. Yeah. These mentors, these people that you can talk to. So yes. obviously, your business coach will become one of those people as well. Exactly. So that's why it's yeah. important to to get there. Yeah. One of the things that I love about your your website is, um, and we talked about this just before, mm. it's your personal beliefs. Yep. Um, you've got your beliefs being the power of business and the power of women. Um, to finish, let's just discuss that. Yeah. So in May last year, um, Nick and I, um, he owns 40 other companies, incredibly busy busy man, and he very generously handed me the business and said, take it and run with it, Joanne. So I decided I wanted to rebrand it, rephrase, change the narrative. So yes, I will absolutely work with men, no problem at all. Yep. But the but the external-facing communication is that I absolutely believe in, in the concept of bis- being having a business – and I absolutely believe in supporting women in business. Um, and this is not to um, disconnect from men, but it's I know what's going through our brains when we're going through being a mum, being a wife, being you know being the support person and the the owner of the dog and all these things we have. We yep. all get associated with all these things in our lives. Um, and I want to help women to be the best version of them. And I continue to work on that myself. But that that shift and change came about in May, June last year to really share with people that I business is business is your one your most fundamental wealth tool that you can come up with. You can go do the share market, absolutely, but you would do that external to an employee. You can go do um, own a business, you can yeah. go and get a second job. A lot of people have been doing that lately. But but when it's your business, you have control. Yep. You have absolute control as to how that wealth is generated and what you do with it. It's amazing um, because you see so many, you know, and it's hard for me because I'm not a woman, yeah. right? So I feel like I've got to be careful the way I phrase things because I don't want to come across in, in a way that's not genuine. But it's a, it's a real confidence thing that we need to need to let women out there know that their ideas are amazing. Valid, yeah. I use valid, okay, I'll, yeah. but, you know, we just see too many where they, they talk themselves out of it before they start. So yeah. to have a coach like yourself who's got who's done it, been there, mm-hmm. done that and has the passion, um, when you put it on your website, you say it's your belief. It is. So if it's your belief, then it's going to be easy for you to um, pass that on to the next group of people, whether yeah. that, you know, whoever that might be, male, female or whatever. Exactly. Um, which is an amazing thing. Thank you. How do people get in, in touch with Navigate Biz? Well, it's simply going to the website and um, I have found a way. There was some of the, something I found a few months ago. There's a button on my website that says Call Joe. You just, I've seen it. You click it and it will call me on my mobile. You what? Yeah, it'll call me on my mobile. So from the internet it calls you? It calls me on my mobile. Uh, technology just… I know, it blows me away. It does, I know. Yep, I love technology. Uh, but my mobile phone is on the contact page. Yep. Um, my, my email is there. I do not hide. If you find me on LinkedIn… My contact details are there. Um, I, I, I love talking to people and sharing and, and helping them to be a better version of them. And if I can't help them, there's probably somebody I know who can. 
That's and that's really important, isn't it? To mm. f- for anyone that wants to get in contact with Joe, I would recommend it. Couldn't recommend it higher because um, just sitting here with you, I I get that feeling of how much you want to help people, yeah, and that you want to share your journey, yes, in business with them. Um, look, this is two of three, so we're going to come back and do all this again Indeed. in a few weeks' time, which will be great. Um, but thank you again for your My time. Pleasure. Navigate Biz, and that's N A V I G eight, the number bizcom That's it. You know, so get on board. Have a look at that. Um, and how do we find you on YouTube? This is a personal question. Oh, Navigate Biz. Excellent. This is exactly well, there. I'll be doing that this afternoon, to be <laughs> honest, um, because that does sound like a, an amazing yep. service that you Thank provide you. as well. So, so the, the links on my website to the, all the social oh, channels. So just go to the website and oh, you'll see all the channels. I don't have to worry about YouTube. I'll just so subscribe. Subscribe. Hit, yeah. What do they say? Hit the subscribe, hit the like. Like, like and subscribe. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> but, um, go and do it. Joe, it's been great. Thank we'll you. see you in a few weeks again. Thanks, Rob. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the My Business Podcast brought to you by Media 8 on the Podfire platform. If you want to be on our podcast, please reach out to the team on all our socials at mybusiness.pod.